Hello, and welcome to this week's State Hornet News Podcast, where me and the other editors of the State Hornet will fill you in on the weekly happenings here on campus at Sacramento State. So last week in the State Hornet, we reported on some alarming statistics that were found in Sac State's annual Clear Act report. So this week, we'll be sitting down with State Hornet crime reporter Dom Vidiello to talk about Clear Act. Dom, what exactly is the Clear Act? So the Gene Cleary Act is an act that was passed because a woman in her dorms was raped and murdered. The Cleary Act is a bill that was passed so all campuses like universities, colleges that receive state and federal funding have to report and publish a document showing the crime and like statistics in the general area. In this year's Cleary Report, what did we find? In this report, we found an increase in sexual assaults. And with those sexual assaults, we found that they were all tied to student and residential housing. Mm -hmm. And um, so the numbers were something like 30 sexual assaults and uh, 31 of them include fondling as well, correct? Correct, correct. And um, that's up from like four in the previous Mm -hmm. one? Yeah. And then the instances of... Was that dating abuse is what they called that? I would say it sticks to that because how they have it categorized is even if you were just talking to somebody, like you Mm -hmm. met at a party, like you didn't need to be dating. They categorize it as domestic violence if you were intimate with somebody, whether it be at a party or you just met them. Mm -hmm. So for our on-campus dating violence, we went up from – so there was four incidents in 2017, and in 2018 we're up to 29. Uh, What did the school say about these numbers? Um, any reason for the increase? They said victims are getting more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So they're able to, like, they feel safer to be able to report these. Mm-hmm. And they say there's still a number that is not being reported. Even with the increase in reporting, that not everyone is still reporting. Correct, correct. With the drastic increase from a jump from 44 to 29, you still have to, like, keep it in the back of your head that there's still numbers that aren't accounted for. Mm-hmm. And 29 is a base number because what they do as a campus is, let's say there's a victim mm-hmm. and they are victimized again, it mm-hmm. only falls under one report. And so what do you as the crime reporter, when you look at these numbers, like what's the, like what questions you take away? What sort of stories are you going to be following up with on this one? Well, one, we want to follow up on d- dating violence in general, like mm-hmm. Are these like where are these dating violence occurring? Because the Clear Report does say a lot of on-campus housing, mm-hmm. and if these dating violences were happening on campus, like what actions are being taken to make sure that these victims don't have to go through this daily routine of potentially seeing their assailant over and over again? Are there any other uh, questions from any other statistics that we have going on here, or? Just like going back to when we were talking about like these, whoever they are, whomever mm-hmm. they are, being victimized, mm-hmm. we have numbers going from in 2017. It has gone down. In 2017, there was 12 instances of stalking, mm-hmm. and in 2018, we have nine instances of stalking. Mm-hmm. But going back to what I was saying before, is these victims have to until charges are filed, these mm-hmm. victims have to go to class. They have to live in their dorms with the potential of seeing this person who mm-hmm. victimized them. The school says there are probably more. And the school has also said that the number of victims, they did not see increase. Mm-hmm. They just saw the reporting increase. 
do we know how the school knows that? The school can only report on what pretty much the victim wants to be filed. Mm-hmm. So let's say someone, um, a victim comes to you. If they don't want to press any charges or file any reports, that report goes away. So is the factor of whether or not, yes, there is more charges filed up. There, we have had an increase for 2018. But what is Sacramento State doing to reach the population that is too scared mm-hmm. to come forward? Thank you, Dom. Uh, it's been an enlightening conversation. Students that have been sexually assaulted or harassed can receive support in reporting sexual assault from Sac State's Title IX office and receive counseling, medical care, and legal help. Thank you. In other news from around campus, Sac State released its budget for the 2019-2020 school year. The school's budget is just shy of $358 million, up $23 million from the previous year. The University Budget Allocation Committee expressed a focus on funding departments like human resources and athletics that have been running at a deficit over the past several years. In a letter to President Nelson last May, the committee said regarding human resources, the lack of staffing has crippled the campus and made it impossible for HR to adequately serve the campus, and recommended that the department receive $350,000 to hire additional staff. A consultant is also currently reviewing the athletics department budget to resolve the deficit they run at. Last year, they had a $3.3 million deficit, which needed to be paid out of the school's general fund. The budget committee also only recommended $6 million in one-time expenditures, which is down from previous years. Stacy Hanno, the Senior Associate Vice President of Budget Planning Administration, said in an email to the Hornet, The amount of funding left in the university's central reserve was greatly diminished with the funding of the science complex. Thus, there is a limited amount of funding available for campus-wide projects. You can read a more in-depth breakdown of the campus budget at statehornet.com. On Tuesday, the Women's Resource Center hosted its first open house in its new location on the second floor of the revamped University Union. The goal of the open house was to introduce students to the center's new location and provide information for students unfamiliar with the center's resources. Previously, the Women's Resource Center shared space with the Pride Center on the first floor of the Union. Thank you for listening to the weekly news podcast. You can find more news at statehornet.com. See you next week.